You are listening to a brand new podcast here on Open Lines Radio. It is called Shake It Out with Soraya the Great and myself, Mark. Uh, follow Soraya on Instagram at The Experiment House. Follow me on Instagram at tincan.telephone. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. That sounded pretty professional, didn't it? All right. So this this podcast here, Shake It Out, this is going to be uh, a weekly or bi-weekly thing that uh, Soraya and I get together and uh, just hash some shit out. Um, it's going to be kind of a mixture of what's going on in the world politically, uh, kind of what our takes are on certain things going on in the moment, but also kind of our takes on how things how, how we see life. We're two very different people from very different walks of life, and we're going to see if we can bridge some gaps. We're going to see if we can uh, bring some communities together. We're going to see if we can make some sense of this crazy thing called life. And I think it's going to really uh, be something. <laughs> Neither one of us is coming into it with any preconceived notions. I don't know what's going to happen, so... Um, have a listen and and if you like what you're hearing uh please feel free to donate to open lines radio you can do that by going to openlinesradio.com and clicking the donate with venmo or donate with paypal you can also support us on patreon at uh, patreon.com slash open lines radio uh, here's the really cool thing about patreon on patreon there are episodes of podcasts that are not found anywhere else you can't get them um just through the normal podcast apps, you have to only you can only go through Patreon. It's two bucks a month. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's less than a cup of Starbucks coffee. But I get it. I know how it is. It's tough out there. So here's some free content for you as well. Um, this is Shake It Out. I hope you enjoy it. Increments box their blood where massive mud cucumbers cut fit their eyes and so no one would know how tired they've grown of talking and telling their lies while the TV's change stations scroll messages victims and Christians both drinking blood and they'll pray for the destruction of all hatred more often just those with hate for us Cause it hurts when you discover One's worse and one's better To suffer or cause others to And you can live by your conscience Now guilt is a concept You're no longer subscribing to There's a virgin in my bed And she's taken off her dress And I'm not sure
cellular service, no disease they can cure. But we need more money to burn, so each person must learn the dollar amount they are worth. And those pills make me dizzy, forgetting my body. I watch as it walks away. And I just keep drinking the poison and smoking the cartons, a pack and a half a day. So when town comes to claim me, my friends and my family will gather around my grave. And they'll believe that they knew me and loved me and missed me. And I'll call me by my name. So imagine what you want. And then hold on to that thought. Cause that's oversimplification to say like oh with everything going on right now but um in this moment on this broadcast i don't feel like the exact moment is entirely important it's a moment in time and shit's popping off and that's great i uh i i'm one of those people who carries you know serious shit around with me all the time and i don't want to and so you become the heavy and a buzzkill, and, and you're like, oh, you're that friend, you know? Yeah. And we have to kind of be careful about what we say in front of that friend because they'll be ready to, like, you know, go for it. Uh, and I try to I try to chill out about that. But that's exactly what's annoying me is that I don't... Like, it's annoying to have to chill out about your pain and your... You know what I mean? Like... Yes. Anyway, I just needed to say out loud that um, I know that when you're walking around as a person you're really only paying attention to where your feet are going and it's hard to think about all of the feet of all the people around you and maybe sometimes you're really not supposed to think about all the feet of all the people around you right right but other times other times maybe maybe just maybe we could uh we could sit down for a second and not trample all over other people's feet and then have the audacity to be like oh no it's cool though because we're friends or like, no, 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 but chill out, dude. Like, we're just hanging out. Like, you know, you know what I, you know. I don't know. Maybe you need to sit down and know. Okay, cool. I know I'm being ultra vague. No, no, you're not. Because um, it's just what, even, I, I'm experiencing the same thing, too. And it's hard to even know what to say. 
and 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 part of you is like I don't want to be the person who is just stirring shit up all the time, but mm-hmm. also I also mm-hmm. don't want to be the person who sits silent while ignorance is happening in front of me. So it's this really mm-hmm. fine line to walk, especially with friendships. Yeah. I uh, I posted a, a a meme recently on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, I knew I knew it was gonna. I was sitting there one night, and I it just popped into my head, and I thought, I know this is gonna trigger some people, but I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. And the people that I heard from weren't the people that I expected to hear from. <laughs> they were people saying saying, Uh-oh. "Oh, please don't go political. You're you're a light worker. You should be keeping this light. Please don't, please don't you use a political voice." No. And about three different people sent me because i turned off commenting (laughs) because i didn't even want to give people a chance to uh come back with a any kind of all lives matter bullshit you know so i turned off the commenting so they were having Mm -hmm, to direct mm -hmm. message me (laughs) and i just people i've never talked to before people i don't even know who they are 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 telling me not that my message was wrong but please just please don't talk about you're, I don't. They don't want to get that from me. I don't know why. It's like, it's like clearly you haven't been listening to any yeah. of the podcasts I've been posting, or or or, or ever. You know? ever. I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I <laughs> exist at the hyper local. I exist in the in the in the physical. Ooh. This is what's happening in the physical. And whether you're a light worker or whatever you call yourself, you can't. You have to acknowledge that this shit is happening. You know. And so, so it's tough. Yeah, yeah. The idea that light workers are synonymous with like light and fuzzy things and good feelings is that it's just not how it works. <laughs> no. That's just not how it works. And, and it, you like, if you're here for light work, like, like good buckle up, this is a safe space where we're all going to go through some fucked up shit together. Right, right. But I think it is that way at first. I think when people first kind of come to it, it feels that way because it, you are rising up to your higher self, but there's a yeah. point where, and it's a point where I am in my life right now where I feel like I, had risen to my highest self and then I kind of hit a ceiling and then you kind of have to go back down into the shit for a little while mm-hmm. so you can rise back up higher again. You gotta, but you can't just yeah. sit there. So it's a up and down. You know, when you know, when you're in a swimming pool and you, you pull yourself down to the bottom and then you propel yourself upward and jump as high as you can. Yes. And then plop it back into the water and then you jump higher and higher across the pool. It's like that. You have to yes, keep building exactly, momentum, exactly. You know, exactly. Yeah. 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 Especially, especially actually now that we're talking about it, especially with people who are, who are in any way spiritually minded, like especially people who understand the concept of like building realities for themselves in, in different places and spaces and times. You know what I mean? Like it's the most frustrating when people can carry these concepts around and can, actively be architects for like radical magical things for themselves yes that's when it's the most like that's when it's the hardest to sit with like okay until about 10 seconds ago i really respected you and i was (laughs) i and i'm learning and i'm growing from you and the reason that i'm not blocking you or throwing you in the dumpster fire wholesale is because i'm still learning from you and i understand that there's you know, value in that. And I understand that I just have to redefine my boundaries with you now. And we have to just figure, I have to figure out how to, 
how to how to sit with you from now on because I got to sit with you fucking differently because if you can sit there and tell me I really have to work on not swearing but anyway <laughs> if you can sit there and tell me when I've just dropped a murder bomb right like when I'm in group chat and I'm like oh here's this really interesting thing about all of these people who are being murdered for these cool ideas that we're talking about and then you can come back and you can say yeah but like I think that if we practice these cool ideas, you know, you can be rewarded even and, and incredible things will happening will happen. And, 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 you know, everything is yours and you'll be rewarded and love and light and love and light and love and light. Yeah. You jackass. I know. Cause that's what we're talking about. But did you hear the part about the murder? <laughs> right. Like, did you think that I, like, did you think that that was just like a hot take? Like, do you think that I'm just an angsty teenager and I'm like, Oh, too bad. People are dying though. Like, no, dude, I'm actively trying to engage in conversation about the fucking murders that are taking place. You know, like, that means that I'm worried about being murdered or my friends are going to be murdered. Like, it's, it's right here. I'm trying to talk to you about it. And you want to love and light it away. Or you want to... Pro oh, my gosh. I do have to stop engaging with people on the internet. That's, that's especially the most people that I... Thing for you. I know. Yeah, I just, I'm tapped out right now. I'm tapped out because then when people try and provide you with resources, like, oh no, but here's, like, here's some more literature for you about my love and light. Like, maybe you just need, maybe you just need more love and light. Like, no, dude, that's not helping. That's hurting. And I don't want to be the heavy all the time and tell you, like, hey, but that's hurting. Yeah. You know, like, read the room is the thing. Because sometimes you do need to be the one that's like, here, but more love and light. But you're not actually providing that. You're just casting a great big shadow on the part where I said people are being murdered. <laughs> well, and, and reading the room, I think, requires reading the world. And mm. I, there were, there was a time, and there are, will be another time, where love and light is the, mo is the, the, the necessary um, tool for the moment, I guess you could say. But, but it's the tool for the moment now, but we don't need to talk about that tool. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like we're going to use the tool, you know, like, yeah, we're having this conversation with love and light in our hearts, but can we shut up about it? And can we talk about the murder? You know what I mean? Like it's there. Right, exactly, we need it. exactly, exactly. And, and when I, where, where I'm coming from is I was a person who believed in all love and light, or at least, at least I espoused it, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 uh -huh. it's easy. Uh -huh. It's easy to, to speak to that. Because it, it hits mm -hmm. people in ways that makes them feel tingly inside. Mm -hmm. So so I, I was a person. I was like, no, there's already enough shit in the world. There's already enough shitty negative vibration. We need to put out positive vibration to counter the negative vibration. But so, you, some like when we're in a place now where the negative vibration is taking over, you have to mm -hmm. go. You have to understand what that negative vibration is. You have to kind of speak that, learn that language to know what the fuck is happening. Otherwise, love and light isn't going to change it unless you know how to make the changes. And that means living it. That means going into it. That means realizing that yeah. those people being murdered are you being murdered. Yeah. But like, like you say, people are just interested in doing a lot of people, not everybody. People are interested in doing magic for themselves. And you're not thinking about others as being also you when you're doing that or or you know you you are in such a position where you're like okay no i am thinking of others as me and that's why i'm going to keep doing me because if i keep having fun then surely it'll trickle down if there's anything in this world 
that I wish would stop coming back around. It's trickle down theories of bullshit. <laughs> trickle down love and light. It hasn't worked. It will not work. Your goodness does not trickle down. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the effort and the thought. Yeah, yeah, and it's also yeah. it's almost like if you're if it's trickling down, then it's being withheld. Yeah, if it's trickling down, I mean, ask yourself why you. Okay, I, you know what? Here's okay. I'm trying to get over it because otherwise I'm going to carry it around in my gut all day, and it's going to. I don't need it. I don't need it, and I don't want it. But it's like on a more on a more like mundane like one to one level. Imagine you and the person closest to you get into a small disagreement about literally anything and everybody's fucking different in this world but you know this person really well and so you know however they're going to react and and you can read them and it's cool and it's fine there are some people like i i have siblings where i'm like oh fuck like i have to stop and pull out the playbook like okay if you're being this way like what the hell's happening like that's too much for me that's you're very different. Like, it's a different kind of adjustment I have to make. But, okay, cool. You have a friend, and they pop off at you. And you know why. And you try to keep your cool and not pop off. But it's fucking annoying. <laughs> and you have to remind yourself, like, okay. <laughs> okay, cool. <clears throat> I know that I'm fucking annoyed. And I know that that's just a feeling. And I know that I don't have to... I, it's just a feeling. I can let it. I can let it. I can let it flee. Go, flee. Be fleeting. Be a fleeting feeling. Okay, now you're a thought. I don't have to entertain this thought. Okay, why is my friend being annoying? Right? You do all of this. You do all. You be an adult. You be a fucking grown up, and you learn how to problem solve. If they are being this way, how do I solve for this? Right? Okay. This is the shit that you do every day with people around you. You just try and be a grown up, and you try not to act like big wounded babies. Okay. And the thing that astounds me is that if I'm really hurting, if I'm really hurting, like you just stabbed me in the gut and I'm like, okay, well, my friend just popped off. Now I'm trying to be cool with a knife in my gut. Okay, cool. The knife is kind of imaginary. I'm not really bleeding, but internally I'm fucked up about this. I'm fucked up about this thing that you just said. It doesn't matter what it is because it's it, like, it, it varies. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It's a me thing. It triggered me in some way. Okay, cool. How do I respond to this when I'm fucking bleeding? Yeah. Yeah. No. I don't fucking know, but you do, right? You you do it. Because if you don't do it, then your friend's never going to understand. Like, oh, wow, I just stabbed you. But then you tell your friend, like, hey, you literally just stabbed me. They're like, nah. Like, be a grown-up about it, man. Like, why are you being such a baby? Like, they're, you know, like, they're just, they're just words. Like, those are just my opinion. I, I guess... I guess the tough part is, is it's it's like, I, I, I really want people to, I, I see the world and I feel like I see, see it pretty accurately. And I feel like the way I see it is true. And the hard thing is, is are these people, yeah. half the other half of the world, who see it completely differently. And, you, and it, doesn't, it doesn't matter how much evidence you show them, they'll show you evidence the other way. And somehow the shit going on right now, somehow the health of people and the color of or the equality of people have become basically good and evil in some people's minds, you know, and, and, oh yeah. 
And how do you how, when when one when you fall on the side where you believe you're the good fighting the evil, how do you reconcile the side of the evil? Because they have their reasons for thinking the way they think too. Mm-hmm. And that's been the frustrating thing for me is 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 are, are people who can't like it's like why why are you seeing it that way why I just and and a lot of times it, you, I, at least I think they're doing it just because they don't want to admit they were wrong they don't want to say. Uh, and, and, and I think some people get off on the fight too, you know, there's, there's, there's an argument and, 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 it, and it, you're just, and when you're, I don't know, I just, I guess I just don't understand what's happening in the world right now. I just don't understand what half the people are saying. Just, I feel like there's nothing I can say that will get through to it. There's no changing minds on either side. Yeah. So it does get violent. That's when it gets violent is when there's no, when you can't, can't have a meeting of minds. That's when it, it turns violent. And that's just what history has shown us. It's like it's like babies. It is like babies. You know, when they can't articulate what they want to say, and, and the other person's not understanding them, they throw a tantrum. It's exactly like that. Like, okay, cool. I like I said, I'm trying to be an adult about this, but are we really just gonna keep being big wounded babies for all of space and time, though? Like, do we not have ample example, ample examples? Do we not have like you know resources at our disposal that teach us that like, okay, humanity, we've been that way, but we don't have to keep being that way. Like, I get that we keep burning all of our libraries and losing all of the shit that we've written down, but surely, surely our memory isn't so short that we can't turn around 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was, like we're joking about trickle-down. Like, that's not, that's not the far distant past, bro. That was literally, like, 20 minutes ago, and we're seeing it happen again. Like, the precedent was right there. Like, I don't understand how you can look at the world and be like, oh, it's really bad, it's getting worse. Like, it's been, it's been that way. It's been that way. Right and wrong haven't changed. We know better now. We should know better. You know, like, I'm not even talking about, like, from, like, 1920 to now. I'm talking about literally from, like, 20, 30 years ago. Like, come on. Yeah, it's like, you know that you know that book they teach you? Like, all the things you know you've learned, all the things you should know you learned in kindergarten, that whole thing mm-hmm. about just being polite to each other. It's almost like half of the country is, like, just forgot how to be polite to each other and it's almost like they get off on being an asshole like they go out of their way to do it they're entitled to be assholes yeah i keep thinking about people who are my friends who keep like strong arming me with their opinions you know and who keep coming back with things like actually with like microaggressions like that well in actuality i've given this thought also i've also applied critical thinking and here's my opinion about that and it's like, I'm not stating opinions for you, and I'm not trying to have, you know, like, I'm not trying to draw clear lines in the sand about, like, you know, this, that, and the other. I'm, I'm, I don't know, I don't know how else to tell you, like, this is, ugh. There's just so much happening, and I, I could stop being vague, but also it just doesn't feel necessary. It's all, it's all just, Why, why know, are you being vague? I know, I'm just, no. uh, to protect people's feelings, which is not. It's not... I don't know. Well, let's take it bigger, then. Let's go bigger. Instead of talking about specific people, let's... let's... There's so many of them, is the thing. <laughs> that's that's the exact problem, is that it's now every time you turn around, people that you don't think you're about to get in arguments with, like, I'm just sharing memes with you, and you just said something, like, in the blink of an eye, you just turned around and said something really wild and out of left field, and you're being an asshole, like you said, like... Where is this coming from? Yeah. yeah. And why do you not recognize what you're (laughs) being? 
Yeah. Or like I sent someone something, I sent someone some facts, okay? Disguised as a meme. And they immediately were like, well, no, hey, hang on a second. Like, that's not reputable in any way, shape, or form. Like, trace that back to this person. I was like, okay, 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 you got me, you got me. That wasn't supposed to be, like, like, clearly you can do the research. <clears throat> like, I'm not trying to say, like, you know, here's a dissertation. I sent you a meme, bro. But it was a meme with a really solid stinging point, And you did look into it. And now after you've looked into it, you have the audacity to turn around and to say, well, no, here's the other side of it. You've made it good and evil. In a situation where we shouldn't be drawing straws and making it good and evil, listen, some things are wrong. Some things are wrong and we have to acknowledge, like, hard line in the sand about murder and genocide. And, you know, like, come on, guys, it's 2020. Yeah. And even if time isn't linear, like, we have to know by now. We have to know by now that there are certain things that you don't do to other human beings. That there are certain, you know, experiences that you do not inflict upon others for any reason. Did you see the the couple who were out painting over the black lives matter um on the oh, street and the one yeah. guy and the oh, guy no. was saying how racism doesn't exist and how it's a leftist agenda uh tactic and and and, it, <sighs> and, it, and as he's saying it it's like dude you're proving racism exists just <laughs> words coming out of your fucking mouth man and, and 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 it just gets to me that it's all it is if if you, uh, anyone who supports Trump, who says he's not a racist, is a racist. It's fucking in your face. He does. It's not even, at this point right now, calling the Black Lives Matter movement a terrorist organization and the, the Gestapo tactics of pulling people off the streets and throwing them in vans. Like, like that's racist shit. It's not just racist. It's gotten to a point of fascism where it's like, listen, listen, the line is... The lines that you're drawing are so thin. They're not actually, you're not actually on the side that you think you are. You know what I'm saying? Like in 20 minutes time, your political views, you're not going to be able to shift fast enough to keep up with the capitalist machine that is inevitably going to fucking crush you, bro. Like you're not actually on the side of anything good. It is not here for you. Like I don't know what you're defending or upholding. Like you're not safe or protected. It's like when, when people say, uh, defund the police and then there's the other side that's like like oh yeah when the cops don't show up you're gonna really you know you'll, you'll see people make these posts uh, saying oh yeah th these are the same people that wanted to defund the police and now they're asking the police to protect and serve and it's like you fucking know that that's not what it means it, they're not you know and you're still mm -hmm. push, they, they still mm -hmm. continue to push that people that you know normal everyday people that know it's bullshit will still continue to push that stupid message simple message when they know it's wrong you know i caught someone in that lie at the start of the at the well i say start of um when when we had enough confirmed cases of covid19 in the in the dc area in the suburbs of dc where i live where businesses started to really have to like make decisions like hey are we going to stay open before there was like an official before the governor had to come out and be like hey you assholes right um there were doctor's offices. Someone that I, someone that I know um, in my inner circle worked at a doctor's office. And the doctor's office was so cavalier. Listen, they're a private business, first of all, okay? And they're 100% in it for the money. They are not here to help people, okay? They are not here to heal. They are 1,000% in this right. for the coin, okay? Yes. yes. 
And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not trying to cast a picture or, like, make them out to be evil. Like, I know this to be true about these people and their business practice. It is a business. The sort of doctor's office where you have to have a referral, like, they're specialists. They're not even, like, the, the percentage of people that they're seeing is already less than a general practitioner. And 100% they were like, now nah, we're, we're fucking, we're open for business. All six of our locations are wide open, nine to five, and then some were here. This is also a doctor's office where you're being fitted with like, with like breathing masks and like specialized equipment like CPAP machines. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of like physicality. You have to touch a lot of things. Things go directly over your face. You're breathing into something. Okay. And the masks that we're using are expensive and we don't have, we don't have like a standard or like an office like test set or whatever. So every mask that I open and put on your face, is now wasted product if it doesn't work out for you because i can't in good conscience put this on someone else's face right like you were just breathing all over that it was like it touched like your whole ass head it went around front it went around back like i can't turn around and put this on the next on the next old person who walks into this office you know like that's fucked up like y'all are here because you're clearly immunocompromised because you can't <laughs> fucking breathe because i'm putting a mask over your face <clears throat> well guess what those things are hundreds of dollars like you had better believe i'm I'm not throwing this away. So the next logical option is to clean it, right? Well, there's no time in the day for that. We got patients stacked on patients stacked on patients. So what I'm telling you is that there are blatant things happening. Like, okay, cool. This is no big deal. It's only going to be on your face for 15 seconds or so, right? I'll go ahead and put it on the next guy and the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And I'll just keep doing that. And that's just one transgression of many that's taking place now in this doctor's office, okay? Now, when I tell you that the fucking doctors don't wash their hands, not because I'm trying to be shady or spill a tea, it's because it's a fucking fact. The doctors aren't washing their hands. Why would they? We got hand sanitizer, it's fine. I just go from one room to the next, whatever. I didn't really touch anything. I just did some paperwork. I didn't really have to touch the patient. It's cool, it's fine. And now that's normal. So now you have doctors who aren't washing their hands and you have little things happening like we're reusing equipment on people and it adds up and this is a business built on healthcare. And people are already being treated one way and the other and they're specialists. So we're charging you a lot of money. Your insurance probably doesn't cover it. It's super fucked up. You might get sick being here because I just put this mask on some old lady who is coughing and now I'm putting it on you. And stuff like that's happening. And now there's a global pandemic. We're not altering our practices at all. We're not washing our fucking hands. I'm not giving you the time to clean out the masks because we're quadruple booked, so, like, get it together. So all of that's happening. And I'm talking to someone who says, nah. It's fine. People know right and wrong. People know to wash their hands. People know not to breathe on you in public. People know this. People know that. If you're going to the doctor's office, certain businesses should stay open. Your doctor needs to stay open. Okay, but... You know, this doctor doesn't wash their hands. Oh, you think that's gross? This person I was talking to came back and went, I work at a dentist's office. The same person who was like, no, it's fine. It's cool. It's great. It's whatever. Everybody knows right from wrong. I said, okay, but the doctor doesn't wash their hands. And they said, oh, I work at a dentist's office. They doubled down and they started telling me how fucking grimy the dentist's office was. Ooh. Ten seconds before that. No, it's fine. People know. People know. It's fine. It's cool. Doctors or whatever. Like, you you went to college. You got a degree. You went to medicine. Like, you studied medicine. It's fine. Oh, but the dentist? 
doesn't change out the drill between patients, just moves it from one, one room to the other. No time to rinse. It's fine. It's not a big deal. We just drilled a cavity. Not that much got on there. It's a little drill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's real life. That shit's real. And the second you give a person the opportunity to spill some hot goss, they'll be like, oh, you think that's gross? And they will turn back on whatever stupid opinion they were espousing a second ago. That's crazy. That was hilarious to me. That happened in real time. I said, oh, but they don't (laughs) wash their hands. And they said, oh, you think that's gross? You think that's unsanitary? Well, we've already... I mean, it's the byproduct of capitalism. And money is, is king. And people are only there to provide money. So... So you can see even how the healthcare the healthcare industry does that, and and why skipping steps does something. It's what what kills me are the people like you say your friend who see it happening, yet are still so enamored with the capitalistic system, the capitalism system, mm. that they ignore it. Oh, my friend left the doctor's office real quick when they realized, like, hang on a second, there's the shit is literally hitting the fan, and you guys are you guys are crazy. You're still you're crazy. We're at, I gotta stop using that word because, whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah. No, but you're right. It's the people who don't have health, who like can have their healthcare taken away in a second. But they're like, no, the system's fine. I have healthcare, and I, it was easy for me. It's fine. And 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 I also I just and, and the, or the people who are going into stores and and claiming to have health problems to not wear a mask. It's like you're lying about your health. You're lying about having a health problem to not to get a, like they so badly don't want to wear the mask. They're lying about having a health condition that everyone knows they're lying about. So they, they already come off as a liar. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, well, I just, I just don't get it. I just don't get the pushback on science, I guess. Um, in 19, what was it like? 19 i don't know 20 1918 <clears throat> when the when there was that huge pandemic of influenza which we're not going to call the spanish flu anymore uh there was a there was an organization that formed in california somewhere probably in san francisco i don't know what california looked like in 1918 but there was an organization of angry citizens who were so upset that they were being required to wear masks that they formed an entire political organization. Um, and they were like literally called the anti-mask league. Hmm. And um, they were so serious and there were physicians involved. I mean, this was 1918. So what the fuck did anyone know? Apparently, right. right? If there are actual doctors and, and you know, um, whoever else like literally if you've got doctors i just feel like i maybe okay i know i keep saying oh it's 2020 and don't we know better by now but like in 1918 didn't doctors know better apparently not and that doesn't feel like it was even that far away anyway the anti-mask league were a bunch of serious ass motherfuckers who went to congress who were protesting and who 100 percent refused and wanted it to be unwritten from the law like you will not force us you will not make us give our civil liberty up we will not wear masks And look what fucking happened. Look how many fucking people died. And it's hilarious to me because we've been like this. It's literally happening right now. You've got people who are like, no, I will not wear a mask because I don't want the government coming into my home and telling me what to do. Well, first of all, it's okay. I read a tweet that was like, uh, uh, the, the problem that we're having in America is a marketing problem where we didn't realize that 
Like we just didn't read the room and we didn't play to our audience. We should not have told American citizens that they need to take care of each other because American citizens do not fucking care about each other. If that's not the realest shit. Anyway, it's crazy to me that all these years later, this like exact parallel moment is happening in time. The stars are literally doing the same thing. We're being shown a mirror of ourselves. You had all of these citizens who said, hell no, we will not wear a mask and look at where it got them. If we didn't have the research, then surely we have the research now that tells us, listen, when you go out in public and you cough, that shit sprays. And I know you don't think you're going to cough. And I know you think you're fine. And I know you think your throat's not really itchy. But guess what? You're probably going to go out there and you're going to cough. Or you're going to call out to your kid and you're going to go, what? And you're going to shout it real loud. And I know you can't see the droplets, but they're there. Stop breathing all over the grocery store. Stop touching shit. Stop being a jackass for 10 seconds, for 10 seconds so that people won't die. It's not 1918. It is 2020. You and I both know you're probably going to sneeze. You're probably going to pass too close to someone in public because nobody minds their fucking personal space. I don't know why we keep pretending like we're not this way. We are this way. We all we all have to go out. We all have to put gas in our car. You and I both know, Mark, some dude's going to walk too close to you. You're going to squeeze by someone in an aisle. It's inevitable. There it are so many of today. us. Yeah, there are so many some, of us. Some, some old guy who probably should have had a mask because he's of the age. Because he's an old and guy. And not wearing a mask, just, you know, and which it would have been rude had we not been in a pandemic to, to, to do what he did. But un, even under the circumstance, it was amplified. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, dude? You couldn't wait 10 seconds for me to finish getting what I was getting. You had to come in between and it's worth, they're still not, they're set, still not, there is no respect for one another. You're exactly right, 100%. Nobody gives a fuck about another, the other people. I mean, honestly, I know and you know that we're being a certain type of way. Like, I, when other people act out, the thing is, I know that you know. I know that you know and you have just told yourself that it's okay. And you have just chosen not to look at it. But I know that if you did look at it, and if you looked at me right now, that we would both come to the realization that what the fuck just trans tra transpired right now, I can't even, I'm so mad. What just took place was not cool. I know it and you know it, and I know that you know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. In the moment, you think like, oh, I, I, I can just reach real quick. I can just do whatever real quick. Like, you really just, you don't think it's that serious. But why aren't we thinking? Like, why aren't we thinking about where we are? Like, why aren't we taking a look around us and reading the room? You know, why do people believe that they have the right to be comfortable? <laughs> I actually had to look this up. I actually had to like try and research. Like there, there have to, there have to be studies about this by now. Why do people think that they are allowed their comfort? Like, why do they think that that's a God given right? Yeah. You know, why do people think it's okay to make arguments for comfort? Like I, I literally bodies wash up in the Hudson every morning and you think that you can be comfortable. Like, I just can't connect the dots. Maybe it's because it's not you. It's not your friend. It's not your child that's washing up in the Hudson. Like, is it really like, do you need it to be that literal? Well, there's definitely like, a class really system. Not... Oh, gosh. You know, the first time I became aware of class, I was in grade school. Yeah. The first time it was drawn out for me in very clear terms, I was in elementary school. You know, you go over to someone's house and you realize real quick, like, oh, we live differently. You know, one way or the other, either 
either you, your parents make more money or your parents make yes. way less money. Or, oh, this is different. This is different than where I'm from. Yes. And we act like it's not true, but I learned it in grade school and so did you. I know and you know. And I know that if you looked at it, you'd come to the same realization. Did you have any racist teachers when you were in school that you remember? No. Um, but, you know, the when I was in, in like elementary school, younger at that age, it was I was in a pretty um, eclectic school. Um, it was bilingual classes. I think in second grade, I was in a bilingual class. Um, we were in Southern mm -hmm. California, and then when I moved at twelve to Utah, mm -hmm. everyone was white. So there there was really no talk of racism because there was mm -hmm. nobody to be mm -hmm. racist toward. Really, it was just so mono. Yeah religion yeah. and race i um well i was thinking about that yesterday i was in the parking lot at the grocery store and i looked around at this really white suburb and and i was thinking about all of my friends who very rightly someone pointed out to me like you're right you, you are correct people don't know things people have been actively lied to and led away from the truth for such a long time and the various parties that have been leading people away from the truth have done a really good job of it. So you're right. We don't know. And if I know that I don't know, there's a big gap between me and knowing still. And I don't know where to look. And a lot of us don't know where to look. And a lot of us don't know what's true because a lot of us are only just starting to realize like, hey, none of that was true. Okay, that's totally valid. I don't know. Like, okay, cool. You're this is we're here now. We got some shit to navigate together. Cool, cool, cool. But I looked around in this parking lot at this really white suburb and I thought, more people need to look around and ask themselves, why is everything so white? Why is my life so insular? Why is why are all of my friends the same as me? Why why does everyone look like me? Why is it that when I go to the grocery store, it's like this? Why is it that this there's no one there's no one else in this neighborhood? You know, or in the neighborhood next to me, or in wherever i mean maybe you don't have that problem where you live but it happens everywhere pretty much there are all white suburbs all white everything everywhere hey, you're you're uh i'm i'm when i was when i was in high school this was 80s 90s it was i was in such a white neighborhood that it was edgy to be to have like an Amnesty International sticker and a Greenpeace sticker on your car, like that was like, and like if you had a a, a Greenpeace sticker in your car, it was like that was edgy. Oh, like things were so white and conservative, you know. And it's like these things that are like fighting for rights <laughs> and, and and justice were like these things that were kind of looked. And so, so while there wasn't like any overt racism, mm -hmm. there now now that you're talking, I'm thinking of just little things like mm -hmm. that that were like. Because I remember having a conversation with my cousin, who uh, we grew up in the same little town, we went to the same high school together, and now he's just this. We might not be now, I haven't talked to him in about ten years, but he he turned into this huge uh, conservative. I don't, I'm, like I didn't even know him, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I told I told him you need to go back to 1990 and have someone take the Amnesty International sticker off your car. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. Oh, what do you mean? What does that even mean? And it's like, dude. I don't even know you anymore. So, so I mean, yeah. so I can, but I can see how where he is now is nowhere where he was. Mm -hmm. at, but he kind of stuck within that community, you know. So, 
I could see how that yeah. the, that message where it's like a rolling of the eyes at a group that's fighting for human rights can really fuck with you when those are like your parents. Yeah. Yeah. It re yeah, man. What do you think about uh, Mitch McConnell and his... Oh, no. And his, I'll get really specific so, <laughs> so you don't have to go so broad because I, I know there's so many things. <laughs> And the the six hundred dollar a week federal um, whatever is running going to run out here in a couple of weeks. And what he's saying is, I, I heard a clip of him saying that that six hundred dollars is like somebody making twenty dollars an hour for a forty hour work week, and we can't have people making more than they would make. So he's for unemployment up to what that person normally would make and it just started getting me thinking i was like this fucker is standing here saying that there are people that are more important than others and more deserving of money than others and they their their buddies can get these million dollar bailouts but if you make 12 bucks an hour and you go into a pandemic and shit hits the fan and and the world looks completely different you're only worth what you were making when that started and it's just sick. It's really sick that um, people who are people who live here and who are in it can pretend that this money is real. You know, anyone who lives here who thinks that you work really hard and you earn everything that you have did not work as hard as they think that they did and did not earn a fraction of the things that they believe themselves to have earned. You know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. Um, I think, I think, once we went off the gold standard, we really, we, like, that's really when we need to start, like, taking the blinders off. Like, this shit is not real. This is a concept. It is imaginary. It's like Bitcoin. It's just that everyone bought into the concept. And everyone keeps buying into the concept. And people are really mad, especially, you know, people with money, even economists are really mad at the administration because, oh, well, you're making a mess of things. No, they're not. They're they're treating this group of human lives and this entire world that we have built around us like a business, and they're making money, and you're mad because you weren't cut in. You're mad because you're not also making money on their really fucked up business. And it is a really fucked up business that's being run, and we're part of the operation whether we like it or not. And people keep trying to pretend like, well, listen, if you were working harder or if you were more deserving, if you were a good person, and they don't recognize how ugly and stupid they sound, but that's exactly what it is, you have just monetized human life. You have just created a bullshit value system. We all know that the people who are now collecting unemployment, who are making more than they were making at their, at their jobs before, we both know that jobs like that that don't pay you well are the most labor-inducing jobs those are the hardest jobs working in fast food does require so much skill that regular people don't have you have to be able to juggle you have to have incredible timing and reflexes you have to be able to pull the fries off the burner and take an order at the drive-thru and we're backed up and someone's being a dick and oh look someone spilled a soda over there and 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 it's rush hour it's you know five o'clock in the fucking morning and everyone needs their coffee that is fucking demanding work it's hot, it's sweaty, this is not fun. There is no respect and honor that comes with this. 
I'm going to go home smelling like fucking burger grease. And for my efforts, for my hard-ass day of laboring and toiling, I made like 25 bucks. And now I have bills and now I have to feed myself. And you're telling me that I'm less deserving. Yeah. Like, this is stupid. This is actually stupid. Our entire system is so broken. None of us get paid maternity leave. None of us get guaranteed help when we're fucking dying. People in the gutter are not in the gutter because they choose to be there. You know what I'm saying? I heard, oh my god, one of these people... Oh, one of my so-called friends who's really acting a fool. I really, like... Someone had the audacity to say, yeah, but, like, I don't see any dead homeless. Like, if this is a real pandemic, like, how, like where are all the homeless people at? Like, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Especially because this person lives in California and the homeless problem is fucking rampant. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, literally, I know I shouldn't be swearing and calling names. <sighs> it is such a problem in this world. In our American world. It is such a problem. We have enough for everybody. And people still believe that some of us don't deserve things. People still believe that some of us earned the things that we have. Well, I bought this land. Well, I own this house. This is my property. I worked for this. I saved for this. My parents labored so that I could have the resources and the ability to do this thing. I did this thing. So I am better than you. No one comes out and says it, but how are you going to argue with me about homeless people on the street that you don't think are dying while I don't see the dead bodies? Fuck you, bro. Like, do I really have to spell out for you? Like, you didn't see them before. You weren't, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even understand. Like, you literally... As, as opposed to all of the homeless bodies you saw before this happened. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you weren't looking. Yeah. You asshole. Yeah. Like, you... Someone actually said, someone got really heated and they were like, how dare you? Like... That's not your property. Like, I, people own that. Like, that's someone's home. Like, first of all, they didn't build it. All right? You didn't build your fucking home from the ground up. Like, why are you trying to play like you did? You did not. You did not. The fact that you even have access to that house. First of all, first of all, black people used to live here. Indigenous motherfuckers. I'm sorry, that's not appropriate. Indigenous people used to live here. This was somebody else's home. This was somebody else's land. Oh, that was a long time ago, though. Get over that one. Stop talking about that. That's irrelevant. Fuck you. Where are the homeless people? I don't see them. Where are the dead homeless? Fuck you, man. I don't know how to... <laughs> I don't know how to sit here and then keep my cool and act like you didn't just stab me in the gut. And then... Okay. Tying it all back together. Right? This all... This and my friend who pissed me off and every friend who's been pissing me off since all of this all of this and what you asked me about Mitch McConnell it all ties together it is not anybody's job to hold anybody else accountable I can't hold you to account that's not how that works I can't make you see the truth I can't put you in the light I can't turn you around that's not for me that's you you have to turn around if we sit here and we try and hold people to account we're just penalizing them we're just punishing them you know we're there that's just a consequence of your action that's not actually you understanding and and feeling you know feelings of i, I don't know remorse or, or whatever the fuck like that's not we didn't make it all the way you know 
we can sit here and we can have arguments and you can get mad and you can say that's not right and I worked for this and I bought this house. But at the end of the day, someone lived there before you, bro. Someone lived there before you and it wasn't that long ago. And if I can't make you see that, then I have to accept that I can't make you see that. And it's not my job to sit here and keep bleeding for you, keep being upset. At the end of the day, a revolution's happening and it's not going to be on your fucking television screen. So I need to just mind my business and keep my mouth shut because... I'm not trying to literally die for this. It's 2020, and if I can help it, I'm not going to die, and my friends aren't going to die. And we're just going to... I'm just going to understand, okay, if you think that this make-believe economic system is real, and if you're going to fight me about unemployment, and if you're not going to get that petty, then I'm going to draw some new boundaries, and I'm going to quietly mind my business, and I'm going to stop telling it to you, and I'm going to go about making the revolution happen. We fucking saw the dawning of the Age of Aquarius. It's time to implement that shit, you guys. And now I know. Now I know. You think that shit's real? You think that it matters and that your mortgage has any kind of material value in the ether? Okay. All right. When people spiritually bypass and they want to talk about light work and don't get political? Okay. All right. I'm going to keep being political. And when you're ready to join us, you can do that. In the meantime, for all of those light workers out there who are like, well, I believe in reincarnation and, you know, human life is, we just, we're like this and it ebbs and it flows and it's a cycle. Baby, why do you think God made you white this time? Why do you think that you're here in this position where you can comfortably say, I'm going to, I just need to take a time out. Why do you think you get to take a time out? You think you reincarnated this lush, and this easy for nothing? You don't understand that it's part of your job to use your privilege, to, to make yourself uncomfortable now, to face your shadow? You think you get to just chill? You think it's your right to be comfortable? You don't understand that you incarnated into that comfort so that you could do work from that place? You think you get to just chill? All right. I can't hold you to account, man. I cannot make you see that that is stupid. <laughs> yeah. I can't I can't merge these realities. It's not my job. It's not my job to merge those realities. They'll come together on their own time and then they'll stop being. That's how it's Oh, you think you believe in some shit and you think you know. Okay, listen. When we really know, when you and I are both on the same page and we know, we'll fucking reach enlightenment and then it'll all go away. It's not going away. That means I still have work to do. The dollar isn't fucking real for us to be acting like we can hold it against each other like that. It doesn't benefit you like that. You don't have as many dollars as you think. What happens when we stop bailing the banks out finally and the system fucking crashes? Where are your imaginary dollars then? You put them in the fucking bank, the bank is gone, then what? I, it's like, um... The, it, here's the problem with comfort <laughs> and, and people not people not being able to uh, uh, work from from comfort and ascend from comfort is because as, as long as people are buying into capitalism and and the class system that um how much money you have is how important you are or, or, or how you know your value is tied to your dollar that's your security people really really what it is i don't think people are even that i don't even think people are that petty i really think people think they are more secure I don't think that they understand that they're they're perpetrating an attitude of I'm better. I think in their hearts they think, well, I'm more well, secure. I think there's definitely an idea of 
like like with this unemployment thing, where there it's a jealous it's 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 a it's a no there's somebody getting more than me and they're not doing you know they're, they're, why does this person get this yeah. and and I don't but the, the to make but to make the kind of money that it takes to elevate in through the class system to be one of the privileged and and and, and you know the elite you that that kind of money isn't isn't achieved without corruption of some sort or some kind of bullshit or some kind of breaking of the law or some kind of swindling and the type of person that knows how to make money like that isn't the greatest person so that's why you're it's but that's where we're seeing this disconnect because the people were for some reason people's value is being tied to their money and not their actions and their actions are pretty fucking shitty because that's what they have to do to make that money and so, like you were saying earlier, we've got the people who are who are working in the restaurants, who are making them making minimum wage, and they have all these skills, and they're doing all these things. Well, as long as we're buying into capitalism, those people don't feel like they're worthy of making more than they're making for those skills, and that's how they keep people down. And because it's like, for some reason, our value isn't like for I'm you're you're someone who works in a, in McDonald's that can do all these things simultaneously. You can run that place on your own. You're still maxed out at fourteen bucks an hour, probably, and you believe that's your value. <laughs> you know? It's true. It's true because everyone around you tells you, well, if you you know if you were doing more, if you were trying harder, if you were doing something other than being at a McDonald's, but you know it. You do what you have to do, and then you believe that you're only as good as the things that you have to be doing, and then you get stuck. It's like, if you give... Okay, people think that if you have... Sorry, my dog. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> He's not the most graceful. I, um... <laughs> he's he's very I can old. relate to that. And he's the second dog we're gonna probably have to put down in this year. But hang hang on one second. Oh. Alright, sorry. He he's got these little legs, he's this little tiny dog and he's got these little legs that don't work, but if you don't keep him on a leash and an eye on him, he'll still try to run away. Oh. And then he'll be off somewhere with these legs that don't work. So his leash oh. got wrapped around a bull and he was walking and it was dragging it across the... What anyway, are you <laughs> his name is Jeffrey. A little Jeff. rat carrier. <laughs> Chihuahua mix. <laughs> but, but we were talking about capitalism. If you, uh, if you stack a a dollar on top of another dollar and another dollar on top of that and you keep stacking your dollars I think people are under the impression the illusion that if you keep stacking your dollars and if you just are dutiful and do your best and and like you know hustle as hard as you can in this world and and work your way up and try real hard and take opportunities and blah 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 then eventually you stack your dollars up high enough and you can start making some real some real waves and you can really start changing your life the thing is you get to a certain number of dollars and that's true if you get beyond the point of like if you have enough to to make ends meet and to cover all of your bases and to pay all of your bills and keep a roof over your over your head and you have dollars left over to start stacking then that is true 
you can stack your reserves enough where then now you've got money to invest. Now you've got money to play with, as they say. Now you've got money to start making moves and waves. But if your dollars are capped and you're doing twice the amount of labor for a fraction of the amount of dollars, or if you accept that in this world, the reality is that a lot of us walk out our front door and the odds are so stacked against us that people really have serious shit to contend with. Like, oh, when I was 12, I got racially profiled and then I went to jail because of it. But they let me out, but it doesn't matter because now I'm a felon. And so no one will fucking hire me. Even though I didn't do anything but walk out of my door as a not white 12 year old. People don't think that that stuff happens as often as it does, or people don't understand how rampant injustice is right outside their own front door because it didn't happen to them and it didn't happen to their friends and they don't see it. And when you drop it in the group chat, you're just being edgy and you're just being, you know, you're just stirring the pot. They don't understand that it's right there. So, okay, cool. I can't stack my dollars as high as you can stack your dollars because the whole, the whole game is rigged. The whole game is rigged. It's not because I'm not worthy of as many dollars. It's not because I'm not working as hard. It's not because of any of that. It's because right from the word go, I could not collect my $200 bonus. And you don't get that because you won't acknowledge that we're all playing this game because you're being a fucking traitor. Because you're turning against me instead of having solidarity. You think you can buy into the capitalist machine. Well, guess what? You're not a capitalist just because you're earning dollars. Just because you've got money coming in does not make you a capitalist. You're not making the real money. The quote-unquote real money. You're not, you don't have any of the power that comes with the fake money. You're not actually playing the game. You're a pawn. You're being played, and you think that you and I are different somehow. You think that you figured it out. You think that you are better in some way. Oh, but you have a house, but you pay a mortgage, but you work hard, but you vote, but you're diligent, but you do your research, but you try your best. Yeah, but you're trying your best for you and not for the rest of us. You're trying your best for, for you and yours and no one else, and you think that somehow that that's going to work out and that that's okay. You think that you get to be comfortable. You've earned it. You worked for it. You get to chill on a Saturday. Why do you think that you have those things? Why do you think, like, why do you think that it stops there? You, especially people who know, like, this reality is just a pit stop. This is just a version. We're sleeping. This is a simulation. This is for anybody who's got any kind of idea. For those people especially to then wake up in the simulation, in this real 3D human life, whatever it is to you, to wake up and to think, oh, okay, but... I went to work today and I worked real hard. I did my part today. I Googled something today. I whatever today. So I'm okay. I'm cool. I'm better than you. I'm a good person. What is that? What the fuck is that? What is it? What does it mean to like, what do you mean? I just, I just don't understand how people buy into it who will never benefit from it. I, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I, that's the thing is there are people who buy into it for selfish purposes, but they will never benefit from it selfishly. Like, it will They're never comfortable, serve them. Though. That's their best. There you go. They have a roof over their head. The police protect those people. Those four people who are like, no, fund the police so hard that we never have to think about it again. That's because you, you know a cop. That's because you are a cop. That's because in your heart and in your head, you're a fucking cop. 
And I bet all your yeah. best friends are cops, too. You're all in the system. And that's their life. You're all there. You're all protected by that brotherhood. Because yeah. that's not real for anybody else. That's not real for me. First of all, for me, as I, as a as an eight-year-old, to be running around at the town center and to have happened to run past a Best Buy and so a cop pulls you over because all y'all were brown children running past a, you know, brown and black children running in a, in a shopping center. Like, what did you shoplift? Like, where are you running from? That's not right. That's not right. And I don't have to, like... You know what another big problem we have is? People want a story. People really want the the Hollywood, the biopic. People really want to feel it. They really want the, the set, like the soundtrack, and they really want the visuals, and they really want you to like sell them on your pain so that they can empathize with you and they can get in it and they can feel it. Fuck that. If I don't tell you a Hollywood version of my life, it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. I'm sorry that you didn't know. But everybody in this world is suffering and not everybody in this world is going to have the capacity to put their story into beautiful words for you to digest and enjoy. I don't have to detail my lifetime of racist teachers and cops pulling me over as a little kid and all of the fucked up shit that happened. It was scary. It was you have people out here who are campaigning for things and who are trying to save people and they're hurting the people that they're trying to save, like people who think that by supporting the current administration we're somehow helping the children, you know, we're somehow helping people who are being trafficked. We're helping. We're not. You can't hurt people simultaneously and think that you're helping something, someone else. You're not, you know, you're not yeah, paying attention to the, fact. the end. Yeah. And also you're not paying attention to the reality. People want to talk about all kinds of horrible things in this world, but we're not willing to look at home. We're not willing to stop and look at what's right in front of us. We're not willing to question like, well, how come everyone in my neighborhood looks we're not willing to acknowledge that most of the terrible things that happen to people happen to them in their homes. Most of the most like horrific, fucked up, damaging things that really change a person happen to them at home in their formative years. Everybody knows somebody whose uncle or dad or cousin or older brother acted some type of way when they were young or something happened or there was an incident that nobody talks about. It's not uncommon, but we don't hold people to account because that's not how it works. You know how it works? You put your feelings aside and you turn into the grown-up in the room and you try and talk through the problem and you try and solve it. When fucked up shit like that happens, you can't go out into the world and try and make your idiot friends see the difference. It doesn't work that way. All you can do is put on your grown-up voice and say, hey, hang on a second. Something here is wrong. How do we fix it? How do we problem solve for that? I can't do that for everyone in the world, but I can do it at home. I can't save everybody in the world, but I can start at home, right? I can start with my neighbors. I can start with my whatever the fuck. Because it's not happening that far away from you. It's not It's not out there. It's right here. Just because you have a roof over your head and you think you're okay and you think that you're trying your best and you're a good person. Are you, though? Is there someone you could be turning around and talking to? Like, hey, hang on a Everybody wants to be a, a, you know, a fucking social justice warrior on the internet and post the memes and come back at you with, well, actually, I did more Googling for you and here are some resources. Are you helping or are you hurting, though? Is that actually for the greater good? Is that for everyone or is that for you to make you feel better? Are you keeping the peace in your life? It's hard. It's a hard, it's a fine line to walk. Keeping peace in your life and 
it's hard it's hard to shake people out of um, comfort especially people who have been in been comfortable for a very long time <laughs> but I, I see I see I, I am hopeful I do see some change happening I see people while there are people that I've never met uh, questioning my methods there are people that I never thought would come around starting to come around so I mean yeah. I'm seeing that too yeah and I have learned a lot about with all of the bleeding and the being stabbed, <laughs> it has taught me a lot about um, about being able to pull myself back and to say, like, hey, hang on a second. Like, y'all are stabbing me, and I'm going to withdraw from the conversation, and I'm going to let you think about it and reflect and figure out what the fuck is going on, and then we can have a conversation about it. But for now, I have to protect myself. Bye. That's fine. You can do that. I didn't know you could do that, but you can do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and the beautiful part is that if people care enough and if they really are the things that they say that they are, then they'll try and make the effort and they'll go, "Oh, that hurt you? How? Okay, hang on a sec. I'll look into that." But also don't hold your breath. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It usually only takes a day or two for it to wear off. <laughs> Here's where uh let's let's uh let's wrap this up on on yeah <laughs> circle the circle oh, I was probably circling this back around so we we were you were you were talking earlier about the people that were like no fuck you I'm not gonna wear a mask I'm not doing what the government says but we live in a world this this there's two part two things going on here we live in a world where um People, if so, what, what we could have done, this didn't need to be, have the government involved. When when shit started going down, people, without government intervention, could have just decided to take matters into our own hands and stop the spread ourselves and put on masks and and the protective equipment or and staying and mm -hmm. quarantine ourselves. Mm -hmm. But because we can't be trusted, because we won't do that, mm -hmm. we, we will not look out for one another. It kind of came on mm -hmm. the government to do it mm -hmm. and they failed at it so that there's also there's two things there's like one thing where it's like you we kind of need government regulation because people can't be trusted to do the right thing and two you can't trust the government to do it right so you also have to be prepared like if this shit goes down again we're going to be way more prepared to not need government help because i think we were so dependent on the government that mm -hmm. this showed us that oh shit like the government's not going to help us we got to get ourselves ready for um existing without government help mm -hmm. and that's a different world and that's going to get ugly cuz government mm -hmm. doesn't like people existing without government help yet they won't do the right thing to help people yes <laughs> so there's this yeah. that that's where it gets violent People can't help themselves because then they're not because then the government can't make money off of them, and so we have to keep we have to keep fucking it up for them so that they keep relying on us to fix it for them. That's how that works. It's the same thing with the dollar. We have to keep feeding them pennies yeah. so that they'll keep buying into the dollar. I see, but it's it's just it's just it's just it's just it's just it's just it's difficult because it's like it's like these the, the people who are saying. I'm not going to fucking do what the government says are just are, are also like it should, it shouldn't have, you shouldn't have needed the government to tell you what to do. You should have just been the good person and done it anyway. 
and it wouldn't have been a mandated thing. I, I let's set this up for the next time we talk too. We keep thinking in terms of a binary. We keep thinking that it's A and B. We keep thinking there's the government and there's us. It's not that simple. It doesn't break down into one part or the other. And the problem is nothing in life really works like that. And we keep trying to force it into the most convenient packages. We keep trying to take all of the data that we have and cram it into the most neat compartments we can. It's not as simple as, well, the government sucks and everybody else sucks. Some people out there are taking really, really excellent care of each other. Some people out there are building futures for themselves that are working. Other people, other people are all over the fucking place and won't take care of anybody. So it's, and then on top of that, including themselves, and then on top of, oh man, yesterday at the grocery store, there was a lady with her baby, and after I left the grocery store and was driving away, I saw her. The guy at the liquor store was holding the door open so she could get her stroller in and they were having a heated conversation about her trying to bring her baby into the liquor store. And it's just like, it's like, it's shit like that. You know what I mean? It's shit like that is it's not A and B. It's, it, for us, it's A through Z. There are 26 different flavors of fucked up. And then you want to go one step beyond that. Other people in the world have much more complex alphabets than we do. It's so much bigger than just us here and how we're responding to this global pandemic and how selfish we are not to wear masks here because we think that somehow it's not the rest of the world and the rest of the pandemic is somehow removed or separate from us. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's so much more complex. And that's, we don't, we don't get into the nuance and the subtleties of it. And people don't sit and think critically about all of the different flavors of it because we like our comfort and we like our simplicity. And that is our goddamn God given American right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good place to stop. I've been watching a lot of Bollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to yeah. leave it on a note of joy. I've been watching a lot of Bollywood.
off all my skin And I felt the way within Reveal a bigger mess That you can't fix